Welcome to the Weekly Warrior Podcast, where we are forging genuine human connection through fitness, health, mindset, and nutrition. Let's get to the show with your hosts, Jared Bradford, Connor Edelbrock, and Corey Mueller. <laughs> Brother Cam. All right, well, yeah. let's start. Okay. You gonna start okay. us off? Yep. Uh, welcome. <laughs> you know, every time we do go to start an episode, it's something from your mouth. From not from words either. It's from like the orifices of your internal being. I thought about having it's, the sword it's like a, ready. All right. Welcome to the weekly or is it now it's a burp. All right. All right. We're good. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to put that in there. Welcome. 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 This is another episode of the weekly warrior podcast. It's all three of us on here. A nice thruple uh, that we have going and we haven't done this in a while and we're happy to be back together again. It feels nice and safe with you it guys. Always, always feels good. Yeah. yeah. Good to see you guys. Um, so some things have changed in our lives over the past, uh, five months. Mm, yeah. Ish. Almost. Ish. Yeah. yeah. Some things yeah. have changed. Like That's four. Dead giveaway. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk about that today are the changes that have happened in the past four or five months. Um, first of all, what's going on with you guys today? Currently, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good today. Got, I was in bed for 11 hours. <laughs> I'm a spoiled sleeper, as Bones would call it. Uh, went to the gym, trained some ladies this morning. Nice. Yeah, it was, it was a yeah. good morning. And we're, we're getting ready to pack up and head out to Fresno. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I've been up since five, and I've done a mixture of things since I've been awake. I won't give the long list. I'll just give you a short window into how I'm doing, and I'm doing very well. Very excited to be here, and I'm more excited to get on a plane and head to Fresno and go camping in Yosemite and hang out with you guys. Yeah. Can't freaking wait. Yeah, it's going to be great. That's coming up in a couple of days, and it's really snuck up on us. Um, it has. Yeah. Okay, cool. Outside of all that, all that we, uh, you guys are having a baby. Yeah, We're having a baby. That, that seems to be the important topic of the day and of the year and of your life. Uh, so we're going to talk about your journey into babyhood and motherhood and fatherhood and all of the hoods because we going in it. Uh, yeah. So let, let's yeah. start from the beginning. Connor, I want to know Connor's side and then Corey's side. When did you find out the baby was coming? Oh, that it was yeah, what forming. a story this is. So Connor, Connor, go first. We found out. At the end of July, it was July 22nd. It was a Friday. And I was exhausted. I was so tired all week. And I, I fell asleep on the couch for more than an hour, which is really unusual for me. I'm not a napper at all. And I was having another symptom that made me question if I could be pregnant, which my boobs were hurting like crazy. <laughs> they were so achy. 
And I thought, ah, okay, I'll take a pregnancy test. I had a pregnancy test here. So I took one. Corey was at work. It was the middle of the day. I took one and it was positive. And I thought, my first thought was, that's not right. So Mm -hmm. I took a second one because I had a second one. So I thought, well, I'll just take another one. And the second one was positive. I was like, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Corey, I can't remember exactly what time it was, but he was about to go on break. It was kind of. Yeah, it was in the middle of your shift. And I thought, I can't hold this information to myself until he gets home from work. So I was thinking, okay, I don't really want to text him this information. And I don't really want to do it over the phone. I want to do it in person. So I was trying to figure out ways to get him to come home during his break, which he never does. Yeah. He never just comes home in the middle of the day, in the middle of his shift. So I'll let Corey take it from here and he can share the rest of the story. Yeah. So I'm at work getting ready to have lunch and I get a text from Connor that's like, hey, so I know this is going to be a big pain in the ass, but the toilet won't flush and like, I don't know what's wrong with it. Can you come home and take a look at it on your break? And I'm irritated. (laughs) Like, yes, I would love to come home on my lunch break from work and do some work and try to get the toilet to work like that sounds awesome can't can't wait so i drive home like kind of in a toddler temper tantrum and i get out of the vehicle and i come inside and i like take all my i take my work shirt off and i go into the bathroom and i walk in and there's two little pregnancy tests sitting on the toilet and i was like i don't even remember what i said and I looked at him and I'm like, are you serious right now? That's all. I think I said that many times. Um, and it was all kind of a blur, but it was hard to go back to work after that. And mm-hmm. like knowing, I don't know, that we were pregnant and like just I couldn't tell anybody. It was still I mean, like we didn't want to tell anyone till it was later after the first trimester. so. It was really hard to not tell anyone, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, it was mind blowing. Um, we kind of like, we knew it was going to happen. We kind of agreed like, okay, we're going to, we're going to try and it's either going to happen or it's not. And whatever the outcome is like that, it's going to be good. But I was, I was completely blown away. Um, yeah, it was wild. What a way to tell me. I went from being very irritated to being very happy pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's very like a roller coaster of emotions. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I'm break at work. That's like learning. That's not like learning. It's like learning the, the best news ever. And then be like, all right. Like, well, I guess go I got to go. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got to go grind again. See yeah. Four hours or whatever. Yep. Um, so, I mean, you said went from being angry to being ex- like happy. It was all a blur. Connor, what were your initial thoughts or emotions like when it was? Did you, I mean, you didn't believe it, but was there anything else once Corey found out? Like, how'd you feel? We were, well, disbelief. I was still in disbelief. Even after he went back to work, I drove to the grocery store and found 
the most expensive pregnancy I could find. <laughs> yeah. The most expensive pregnancy test I could find. It was the Cadillac of all pregnancy tests. Mm-hmm. It had like a big fancy digital screen. It came with two. So I took another pregnancy test. Yeah, we wanted to because be because sure. I was still in shock. You but wanted we, to drink he, Prosecco. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, but he when he came home, we we hugged. I I cried. So it was it was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fast forwarding from there, you know, you get all the confirmation you need from the at home tests and things like that, and mm. things start moving along. Like, at what point and what was the process like of of calling your doctor, like getting on board with the healthcare system, and like getting things rolling in that way. What was that like? And how was that? Like, what did you do? It was pretty easy. We, I had a a recommendation for a doctor up in Traverse city. So I called the office and asked if I could get in and just said, Hey, I just took a positive pregnancy test. I wanted to see if I could see Dr. So-and-so. And they said, yeah, we can get you in in two weeks. And at that point, two weeks felt like a long time. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, yeah, we went that's, two weeks later. That seems to me like a bit of a barrier, like unknown that's not talked about is how to get involved and what do you say when you call a doctor? Because oh you yeah. say it like it is, right? Or like, it's kind of intimidating. Like, yeah. hey, I'm pregnant. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm pregnant. Please help. Yeah. Please help. <laughs> Send help. SOS. Yeah. Yeah. Help will come in two weeks. Um, so you got your first doctor's visit. You got the ultrasound. What was that like? I, I'll share. The, ultra, the ultrasound okay. was... <laughs> it was interesting because we go in and the doctor's not in there. It's just us and the tech. Yeah. And the tech is... You know, showing, doing the thing on your belly. And she's Mm. like, yep, there's a baby in there. And we can see it up on the screen. But really, we don't know what we're looking at. Yeah. And at that point, she said. Looks like a TV with static on it. (laughs) Yeah. And so she said, yep, there's a baby in there. And we both kind of looked at each other and said, all right, if you say so. And then she estimated. That we were about six weeks at that point, hmm. which is pretty early. But the cool part was, is after she did that, she found the heartbeat and we could hear the heartbeat. So that was cool. That made it seem mm-hmm. real because we thought, oh, there's a living nugget mm-hmm. in there. This little blob <laughs> that she showed us like the size is alive. of a cherry pit or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's living. It's got like the electricity for a heartbeat and it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. forming. Yeah. She said if we had come in any earlier, we wouldn't have been able to hear the heartbeat. I mean, you got that's a good good deal then for the first visit. That's pretty yeah. remarkable. Mm-hmm. Corey, what did you think when you heard that, saw that? Yeah, I think it uh until we went in, it felt it still felt really surreal cuz like at this point, I, like Connor's body hadn't really there's no changes that are physically like visually able to see and so going to the appointment um you kind of as a as the father you kind of feel like useless in those appointments because you know you're just kind of there 
but getting to hear the heartbeat made it all really like it, it really hits home at that point and um it becomes real and this is something that like i've been ready for i felt like i've always wanted to be a dad and like this i don't know it just kind of it just made me feel really I, I was ready like all right we're doing this and um just excited yeah there was no like fear. There was, I mean, there was a little bit of fear and like maybe some things are going to change potentially. But also, I think Connor and I have, I mean, we've done a lot of work on ourselves as human beings. And like the world is a weird place to raise a child right now. But I feel like we are really well prepared as just people to bring a good person into the, onto the yeah. planet. I would agree with that too. I mean, I think that takes. Well, you're, you, Corey, you're 31. Connor's yeah. 30. 25. One as in, well. I'm in my third, <laughs> third decade of life. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's talk about it. Let's talk about that because it's actually, I mean, let's be honest. You're, you, when you went in there, you, was that, okay, let me backtrack before we get to that. When you guys had that visit, is that when you went out for ice cream and then FaceTimed me? Was it that day? Yeah. All right. This is good to know for me. That's really nice. Thank you. Wow. I knew really yeah. early. Yeah. 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 You did. You were one and of you the know, earliest. The, I knew something was going on because now that you said it was two weeks to get your doctor's appointment, there were like two to three weeks where Connor was just like gone from the text group. <laughs> Just yeah. gone. It yep. was off the face of the earth. And Corey at one point was just like, Connor's not feeling too good right now. I'm like, oh, she's pregnant. And then like two weeks later, a week and a half later, whatever it was, then I got that FaceTime. Well, we had been talking to, I mean, I, I, I know that you and I, or we have had that conversation of like, at a certain point, because Connor is a couple years older than me. And so we didn't want to have... A, a super late pregnancy because just the risks of everything go up mostly like concerned about connor's health mm -hmm. um and so we that's why we we both kind of wanted to like wait and be married and just be together for a little while um but we both kind of agreed like if we're gonna do it then we have to sort of try to make it happen in the next like year yeah. or two um and that's where the the like the, the agreement basically was like what will be will be and whatever the universe you know wants to happen is what's going to happen and we were blessed to have it happen pretty soon after we started trying yeah I mean, that's amazing it's really pretty hard for a lot of people to get pregnant um i have some friends know, that have been trying to get pregnant yeah, for years it, like not, with no success it's an easy thing sometimes it, yeah it just happens and um let's go back cuz this is a good point that you brought up and what connor said a couple months ago, she jokingly said, but it's serious, is that at her age, she's te uh, technically a geriatric pregnancy. Thank you. Geriatric pregnancy. So you guys knew that like going in like, OK, we if we want to do it sooner, the better, because after a certain age, risks go up. Um, so did you have when you first found out, were you really worried or was there anything that went specifically through your mind about that? Was there any concerns from like doctors, any like special recommendations, anything? I, I was a little worried 
It's funny because when I first got pregnant, I started listening to another podcast called Big Fat Positive. Mm-hmm. And these two women, they were both 40. So they were, you know, five years older than I was. And they were both pregnant and they started this podcast and they were kind of joking that they were older moms and they were geriatric mm-hmm. pregnancies. And I, I mentioned it to my doctor at one point. I said, yeah, what, what are the risks? What, what am I at risk for? And she kind of looked at me and she said, Connor, you're healthy. We have people giving birth at this hospital who are in their 50s. Like, yeah. you're, gonna, you're just fine. She was not worried at all. So that really put me at ease. Yeah. I think that, that probably helps so much. That's crazy yeah. fit in their 50s. Um, yeah. You wild. know, I think... And, and like, te- I think it maybe it comes from textbooks, right? Mm. Or what you read on just like an article magazine or like research, a broad stroke research, maybe of these late stage pregnancies or late, late life, technically what's they call or geriatric. It probably doesn't matter if you're a healthy person. It's not worth even talking about, but that's good to talk about that just to get it that sorted out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So first trimester what was it like it was really rough it was really rough i was nauseous the majority of the time dry heaving throwing up at different times during the day on and off all day yeah in the middle of the night uh i had a all day every day it it feels (laughs) i think most people can relate to having the flu and not just the flu, the stomach flu. Yeah. And you feel like having the stomach flu is just your existence for, I don't know, 12, 12 weeks. Yeah. And I had, I had a ton of food aversions. I did not feel like eating at all. I didn't want to eat. When I would eat, it would be bread, toast. I don't even know. Food was such an issue because it was, I have to eat. Nothing sounds good. I feel sick. I don't want to mm-hmm. put anything in my stomach. So food was really hard. Yeah. It was a daily dilemma. It was a daily battle to figure out, oh my God, what am I going to eat? It was hard for us too, because we were pretty big like meal planners. Um, tip- like Connor would typically have the meals planned out for the week. And then this came around and we're like, day to day, you know, what are we, what are we going to eat today? Or what do you, you know, cause I just would eat whatever she would eat basically. And just, yeah, it was kind of an existence like bread and yeah. butter for a little while was the thing. And then she could eat this certain thing. And that was good. I, she went through like a, like a Indian food phase, like, um, Curried curry. chicken and wow, stuff like yeah. that. Really, and she really wanted curry all the time, yeah. and then didn't want it yeah. at all. Um, so yeah, that, it was it was a little interesting, and I just felt bad because there was nothing I could do. The only thing I could do is like sit in the bathroom with her mm-hmm. and just oh. be there because I there's nothing That's I could good. do. I think it's probably good to admit that there's nothing you can do instead of like trying to fix it because that could probably. Potentially, depending on the mood, get annoying to Connor or the the other person, other side. But I mean, did you ever feel frustrated with it? Like, there's nothing I can do to help or 
Yeah, there's definitely some frustration because I couldn't do shit. And I'm I'm a I mean, I'm a pretty typical guy. Like I want to fix things. And I'm also on top of that, like a fixer in general. So, yeah, it was like, well, I guess I'll just sit here and be supportive. Uh, Can I get you anything to eat? Can I, you know what I mean? Like, can I do something Um, and just try to be supportive and not like, I don't know, try to offer like she, I remember we went through this thing where everyone and everyone was trying to offer her like all these solutions about how to feel better. Eat your salty crackers. Like, and so I didn't, what I didn't do was do any of that. (laughs) Try to find Um, suggestions. I just, yeah, I mean. I knew she, she knew, and I knew people were telling her and whatever, and I just kind of did whatever I could. But if she was up in the middle of the night puking, which happened pretty frequently, um, I would just try to get up and be there with her. And even a couple weeks ago, I mean, she was up, it was like two in the morning and she was up getting sick and I thought it was actually a bad dream. (laughs) And I like woke up fully and I was like, oh my God. (laughs) So I got up and sat in the bathroom with her oh. but yeah that's that's all that was basically my role was just support yeah, be a rock <laughs> yeah emotional support essentially yeah. <laughs> yeah, good was uh was there anything good from the first trimester any good memory or anything that happened besides just knowing mm. that this is a process that's forming yeah Corey. i yeah. have one <laughs> our food was kind of all over the place which at times was kind of fun because there was a couple times where she really wanted Chinese food, which is not normal. So we got to go get nice. Chinese food, and that yeah. was awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love Chinese yeah. food. So. Me too. We never get it either. <laughs> that type of stuff was kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there were memorable moments. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's kind of funny because these were actually terrible moments, but when we look back on them, mm-hmm. Corey and I really laugh about them. But I had two really memorable meltdowns, and they were oh, yeah. they were toddler <laughs> in the kitchen, toddler meltdowns where I the am just yeah, incident. yeah the oatmeal incident of 2022, and then the smoothie incident. I want you to tell your part of that story, and then I want to tell my perspective of that because it is actually really okay. Funny. Let's do let's do what's one you want to do both. Let's do the oatmeal first. I don't really remember the oatmeal because there was a more okay. recent there I was do. a more recent oatmeal meltdown that Corey wasn't oh, around for. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the original the original oatmeal right, let's meltdown. Let's do Cor- Corey's epic. oatmeal yeah, perspective, and then that. we'll do your different one. Okay. Yeah. So I was outside. I think I was trying to start a fire or whatever. I was shooting my bow in the backyard, and from out in the yard, I just hear like a clatter to the ground, and I hear. Fuck! And <laughs> and if anyone knows Connor, anytime you hear her drop the f bomb, and I've learned this, like it's not good. <laughs> so I come like not running, but like pretty quickly into into the house, and I'm like, oh my, okay, what am I about to walk into? And I walk inside, and she's like, like she's broken a spoon, or no, that was smoothie gate, but anyway. The oatmeal, I walk in, there's oatmeal everywhere. Like, oatmeal and water everywhere, (laughs) all over the floor. And she's just like, 
crying. (laughs) (laughs) And I just come inside and I'm like, how's it going? (laughs) Oh, just the worst. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even remember what she said. She's just like, just so upset. And I ended up making her more oatmeal and just hugged her and and it ended up being okay. okay, But I remember, I mean, just the. I could hear it from outside while I'm like peacefully, you know, out shooting my bow and having mm-hmm. a good time. Just, but yeah, Smoothie Gate was very similar to that, except she ruined a uh, wooden spoon, and that she was very pissed about. <laughs> so the thing was, I was having these food meltdowns, and the smoothie meltdown was very similar because for me, everything was a catch twenty two at this point. I just felt like the world was against me. I can't win. I don't even want this stupid smoothie or the stupid oatmeal. I don't even want to eat. I'm just trying to put food in my body that I'm going to mm-hmm. throw up later. So this was my headspace. <laughs> and so these little, these little incidents that normally wouldn't be a big deal just kind of pushed me over the edge because I was already at my tipping point. Yeah. And the smoothie one was only funny because <laughs> she had pushed stuff, she was making these healthy smoothies, and she was trying to push the stuff down towards the blender, the grinder the blade, piece. Yeah. And she's got mm. the wooden spoon, and like she hit the spoon mm. on the... So she's like, there's now there's wood in this, and I don't even want this shit! <laughs> and whatever, and I like took the strainer and I poured the smoothie into a cup through the strainer and like gave it to her, and she kind of like, she okay, drank fine. it, but... <laughs> There was no wood in it. I was like, just I'll strain it. It's okay. Strain the wood out of the smoothie. Guaranteed never been done before in the history of smoothies. Yeah. I I didn't even want the smoothie. I just was just trying to put nutrients in my body. Yeah. You're like, I need it needs something to keep going. Yeah. 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 Wood would have added fiber, I guess. Yeah. But there were Yeah. There were two other memorable moments from the first trimester. Um, I think uh, I think it's around week 12. The baby is the size of a lime. And so for a while, we started calling it Lime Baby. Mm. So we would lime refer baby. to it as Lime Baby, which was yeah. fun. Um, Corey's <laughs> mom would say Margarita Baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we, we found out the gender. Mm. We found out the yeah. gender, which was exciting. Was that, uh, that was obviously at a later visit. Um, how did so? How did that go? Did they give you like an envelope, or they just say you want to know right then? What what happened? So at week ten, we did genetic testing. Okay. So because at thirty five or older, you are considered at higher risk, so you can get genetic testing to test for abnormalities in the chromosomes. And so I did a blood test and also my, my insurance covered this. And so I was like, okay, my doctor recommends it. My insurance covers it. Why not? Why not do it? Mm-hmm. So we did that. And then, but you don't find the results out until like one or two weeks later. So I think we waited about a week for those results. Yeah, we waited until uh, like, we waited until what we could call together basically is yes. we were waiting for a time we could call together during the yeah. week because they they're like okay do you want to know the results you have to call and yeah. find out so 
we yep. called we called the nurse and we said I said hi I'm calling to get the results of my genetic test and she said oh there were no there were no red flags you're not at high yeah. risk for anything yep. oh great and she said would baby's yeah, healthy she said would you like to know the gender and I said yes and I have my husband here and what did she say do you remember exactly what she said she's like are you ready <laughs> but she said she was like you're having a boy <laughs> yeah and we both like so my brother has had two girls and so we were both secretly like hoping for a boy because the family needed one and we would have obviously been very the same amount of excited for a girl but to to have a boy and we were both kind of hoping for that was like I mean, we both kind of like raised our hands up like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a good we moment. Used, like on speakerphone and you were like both silently like, like, yes, exactly. And, like, yeah, we were both. Thank you. It was silent, okay. like fist Talk pumping. Talk to you later. Yeah. Okay, right. bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next week works fine. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it was. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's yeah. almost exactly what happened. That's cute. That's cute as fuck. Not going to lie. um yeah man gender reveal is such a big deal in uh our society culture too but you guys took it and we're just like hey we want to we want to know like we want to know right now we're rolling together and then i'm not going to make a huge deal about it because did you we're not going to go light a forest yeah did you feel (laughs) did you feel like it you wanted to do that because it was going to make you more prepared or you just you didn't want to have that anxiety of waiting to knowing or you want to like get the name going get the nursery going what what was it I think we both just wanted yeah. to know. Connor, uh, she she was very interested in like health related things. So, are there any uh, genetic issues we should be concerned about? Like looking at health issues. Um, and with that, obviously, you're going to know the gender. And I was just kind of, if she wanted to wait for the gender, I would have waited. If she didn't want to do genetic testing, I would have been okay with that too. So, um, for me, I just wanted to know. I. I think our nursery was going to end up being the same either way. Um, we're doing like a woodland creature themed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so it wasn't going to matter one way or the other. Um, oh, that's cute. Yeah, there's, Connor's got some of the, yep. Yeah. And we're going to do a lot of like hand-me-down, like early baby clothes, because they're only in those clothes for like three months yeah. anyway. So, um. No, it was just cool to know. I think that was more what it was, just exciting to know what it, what it was yeah. going to be. Do you guys have a baby shower? We, I don't think we're going to do like an official baby mm-hmm. shower. It's, it's one of those, we talked about doing one, but it's hard to get everyone to gather as it is because so many of our people are spread yeah. so far mm-hmm. away. Um, we do have like an Amazon wish list and anyone who's asked, we will like, provide some items that we're like looking to redeem and mm-hmm. <laughs> purchase. Um, so anyone that wants to support like can, but we're not doing like an official yeah. get shower. Okay. Yeah. We'd love to, but just, yeah. ev- our, I mean, all our it's people hard. are just so spread yeah. out. That's fair. I mean, um, let, let's, uh, let's continue. So have we talked about the second trimester yet? Have things improved? Cause that's what we're in now. Yes. Yeah, things are things are a lot better. <clears throat> I my food aversions have faded, which is good because 
For a long time, I didn't want to eat a lot of things. And one of those things included meat, which is a staple food for us. Excuse me. (laughs) Sorry. Bless you. (laughs) That was quite aggressive. An aggressive sneezer. Yes. Gotta let it all out. So I started eating meat again, which was good because before I couldn't eat. Yeah. I couldn't cook meat. I couldn't be yeah. near it. I couldn't smell it. Yep. She like would gag when she was touching like raw <laughs> yeah. meat. Oh man. Yeah. Um, I, I still get nauseous and sick occasionally, but it's far less frequent. It's not a daily basis mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. What has changed for Corey? Not much really. <laughs> I mean, I'm just doing me. Yeah, hey, man, pretty much. I, I, yeah, I mean, I just still am trying to be yeah. supportive and uh, whatever she needs, basically, and um, like have things ready. So, like, if I wake up early, and I know she's typically eating as soon as she wakes up, so having like some oatmeal ready or an apple yeah. cut up or whatever um, is helpful. That's nice. I think those are the little things that you guys maybe i don't know should remember like the little things that you do to make each other happy or feel supported especially right now because that's what's going to carry into actually having the child i assume because that shit from what i've seen i don't have a child i can't give advice i'm not going to pretend to know but it looks like it gets pretty fucking hard sometimes but like just remembering all the little things can help kind of get you through um well let's let's kind of look forward now uh, to the due date and after baby comes, what are you looking forward to the most? I'm looking forward to probably a lot of the firsts. So first smile, first laugh. Um, you know, to see them crawl and walk. I'm looking forward to a lot of that kind of stuff right off the bat. Yeah, the little milestones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Corey? Daddy? Yeah, I'm, uh... Man. I'm just... I'm really ready to be a dad. And, uh... I'm really excited to meet him. And... I'm really grateful that I get to have a partner like Connor... Yeah, I'm really excited and to teach him how to be a how to be a man. I I'm excited to be a just excited to be a dad. You guys are going to be great parents and <laughs> you know you will cuz you care so much about each other first. Uh I always thought the first tears on this podcast would be about Corey finding some really sick Legos. Never <laughs> 150 years ago when this podcast started would I say that you guys would be, think you guys would be having a child, which is an amazing ride that we've been on. You two Isn't that, together. Yeah, that's and, crazy to think about yeah, that. <laughs> it is. And it's super cool. Anybody who's been with us the whole time or knows, um, I think it's cool for them too. And uh, Connor and I were talking before we started recording, like there might be a day, because this, all of our, our podcasts live on, I mean, who knows for how long these could be around. And 
our son could potentially listen yeah. to this someday. And isn't I think that's pretty crazy. Like it's so cool because this didn't exist for our parents, you know, our parents didn't get to have that type of interaction with their parents and um it's a, it's just it's going to be really interesting. It's like the keepsakes that you might get from your grandparents now, like our kids our age get, but it's a whole different thing. It's like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's a crazy concept, yeah. though. Like, in 10 years, and 20 years, our son's going to be able to hear me when I was, like, 28 and just starting to figure shit out. And Connor, when, you know, she's making a career change. And then us getting together and, like, Uncle Bones, like, you know, just always being a rock solid guy and just, it's yeah. crazy to think about that. I stuff. totally get what you're saying. Cause it used to be a couple of pictures in a photo mm-hmm. album or something yeah. of like, that's grandpa or great grandpa or great aunt or whatever. Yeah. Like, okay. And, uh, you know, it's yeah. cool. It's them. And you know, some of those people, you never heard their right. voices. You never even you knew what, what they yeah. were like, how they moved, but you know, they're a family. That's about it. Yeah, that's such such yep. a cool thing that we are we are personally doing, but also our our whole culture is that we have all this audio from years of our lives that we I haven't really thought about mm-hmm. that too much until now. That not only will we be able to look back on and hold on to forever, but kids, how yeah. cool is that? Like, yep. I would love to go back and hear something like that from my parents or something or my grandpa. Or yeah. anything like that. Like my my dad always talks about is my great grandpa had this big booming voice, but he was always so calm and nice and kind and and I never got to hear my grandpa talk to me because um, I was you know an infant when he passed away. But to have I don't know, it just you know it's just cool to think mm-hmm. about that. And someday little bones. Little child bones will be able to listen to Daddy Bones yeah. too, and that's just a cool thing to yeah, think about. Very cool. Well, I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to the most. I'm looking forward to uh, the first classic Connor meltdown, <laughs> and uh, just seeing the little kid like all the little milestones, like what Connor yeah. said. Is it's been so mm-hmm. cool. We've been around uh, a couple of other couples. I mean, Jeremy and Susie. Uh, I've always been somehow caught up in like other people having a baby and me helping the gym so the gym out here they had a baby too and it's been just that's been the coolest thing from my perspective is seeing those little milestones like every week this little human is getting bigger and bigger Mm -hmm. and like doing more and more human right because when they come out they're like a little alien thing Mm -hmm. and uh beautiful obviously but you know not you just you get more and more human the little little milestones are so cool i'm looking forward to seeing him uh yeah do all the little things and be taught all your guys's little passions and quirks and grow up and grow happy so i wrote down a couple of questions at the end that was the first one let's do that was a that was an emotional one uh so let's let's do a, a silly one i think you may have already answered it what has been your biggest craving throughout both trimesters connor <sighs> i was gonna say Cory too. <laughs> start with connor though um i so i don't know if this is different because of pregnancy so Corey had mentioned at one point i was craving curry like chicken curry yeah 
Um, I normally go through food phases where I kind of get hooked on something for a while. I wouldn't say I have any big cravings or any strong cravings. And actually, I, especially during the first trimester, I did not want sweets. I did not have a sweet tooth. I normally have a sweet mm. tooth. I, I didn't want anything sweet. I didn't crave like cookies or ice cream or anything. At one point, I wanted curry for a little while. At another point, I wanted like Caesar salad. I really wanted yeah, Caesar salad what? every day for like two yeah. weeks. Yeah, and I would so get in a random. kick. Yeah, and that would that's something that just would feel good. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can eat this. We'd make like homemade croutons yeah. and Caesar dressing yeah. and everything. It was oh, yeah, great, actually. I, it was really nice. Yeah. Homemade. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. I think right now I want like nuts and avocados. Yeah. Fats. Yeah, fats. Nice. Coconut oil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Corey, in- interesting. I mean, I would <laughs> think that cor- that curry would be like the last thing you would want, uh, right? Yeah. It seems like it was a weird like, one. It's like dense um, food. But interesting. That's cool. I love curry. Curry's yeah. Great. Uh, Corey, mm-hmm. biggest craving since pregnancy started, <laughs> <laughs> buddy. Man, pizza, pizza, <laughs> pizza. Yeah, that's cool. So. We we've had such a good conversation so far, but we're going to start wrapping it up with two final questions. There's no rush on these questions. So um, first one I have is a lot of physical changes go on in pregnancy, especially with Connor, uh, like life changes also happen. You guys are starting to restructure and, and plan for something that's going to be with you for the rest of your life. Um, but what has changed in each of you individually or together emotionally since finding out and since this pregnancy has progressed Mm. yeah i'll go real quick uh i think something that hit me was i had this slogan in my head and i still i still do and i actually i wrote it on the bathroom mirror and it was be what you say you are because once you have a kid like I want to be an example of the way that a man should be. And um, I want to be a man of my word. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And so that even breaks down into like getting in the gym and, you know, making whatever, all that, all that stuff. So that's been a big thing for me. And also like making the most out of this time because I'm sure. I'm still going to be able to pursue a lot of hobbies once we have a child, but it's going to look a lot different. So like bow hunting this year, I've hunted a lot and I've been out a lot because I don't know what next year is going to look like. And I'm sure, I'm sure I'll be able to enjoy that, but, um, it'll, it'll like right now I can be so singularly focused on that journey. Um, and I think that's that those two things specifically, like really making the most of the time that I have right now. And then also, like, just being a man of my word. Yeah, that's great. Connor? Yeah, that's such a good question. Um, man, I think it was last night I was telling Corey uh, that pregnancy mm-hmm. is such a unique experience that I get to experience. And... 
You're growing I think a baby I'm, inside you. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm trying to embrace it because it's not fun to be sick mm-hmm. and it's not fun. A lot of it is not fun, <laughs> but also understanding that this is a short period of time and it's this human experience that I get to be a part of. And it is really exciting. I get really emotional whenever I get an ultrasound now. And my doctor is really good about doing ultrasounds every appointment. Not all doctors do that. Some doctors do it once in the beginning, once at 20 weeks, and then you see the kid when they're born. Yeah. So I'm really lucky that my doctor just does it every time. And every time I get kind of teary eyed when I see what was once a little lime baby now have feet and arms and a spine mm. and a face Big and dome. so i get yeah i got I, I get kind of emotional when i see that and i tell Corey this that it you do you do start forming a connection and i feel like we're in this together like me and Corey are in this together but me and the baby are also in this together and so I'll I'll talk to the baby and say like you doing okay kiddo <laughs> you okay down yeah. there <laughs> yeah. um I also think I think Corey would say this too that we respond and feel a little bit differently when we see other parents with their kids so I'm thinking of when we go to the YMCA on the weekend and there's a flag football game going on. Mm-hmm. And there's parents bringing their kids in and they're watching the flag football game. And I'll kind of nudge him and say, that's going to be us. Or if we see parents dropping their kids off at daycare in the morning when we're there to work out, you just kind of, you see these kids running in with their backpacks on <laughs> and getting ready yeah, for it's backpacks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Getting ready for, <laughs> for pre-K. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we kind of react a little bit differently to that because I think, man, that's going to that's going to be us. We're going to be dropping mm-hmm. our kids off and sending them to preschool or daycare or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I I look differently at other parents or if I'm going to the grocery store and I see moms, you know, pushing the cart with their kid in the cart. Mm-hmm. I think, man, that's going to be me. I mean, it's brought a lot more awareness to those situations where in your former life, you yeah. were just passed over. Like, oh, that's just whatever. Yeah. yeah. Kid in a kid's loud or whatever. And you're like, oh, yeah. that suck to be a parent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what you said about you and Corey being connected, more connected and in, in this together, but also you and little baby in this together and, and connected more together. I think there is something, there, there definitely is something, I don't know, it's not my thoughts, that of mother and child. And that my mom said once to me, I've spent nine months more with you than anyone else in the world. Mm. I think that's just so special. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was such a good point that there's no one that's going to know you better than your mom. Yeah, and my I mom said something like that to me, too. She said, Corey, you're such a distant. No, I'm just kidding. She did say, I brought you <laughs> to this world. <laughs> I can take you out of it. <laughs> I take your ass out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a classic mom. Yeah. But that, that is special. That's really great. I think that's brought, up, brought it up again as you're, you're aware of that. And it sounds like it's brought so much awareness to things that you guys are looking forward to rather than mustering up worries about, 
you know, anything else, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you have too, which we've talked about. My last question for you guys, it's more towards each other. So whatever you say, whatever comes out is fine. Any thoughts for each other as you progress through the rest of your pregnancy and into parenthood? Mm. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I'm going to go something I've already said to Connor a lot. We've had some conversations about this early on, especially she was concerned about how like if she she would feel that maternal like love and instinct or whatever. And I say it as kind of a joke, but I also say it very seriously. Like I look at how she is with Annie, the dog. Hmm. um, And I'm like, that's a dog. And look at how you are with her. (laughs) I think you're going to be a great mom and you need to just trust that. Trust your instincts. As soon as that baby comes out, I think it's going to all be a little bit different for you. And like I said, you watch her with Annie and it's like, how can how can she not be a great mom? <laughs> yeah. And how she is with me too. How like calm and patient she is with me and oh, totally. I mean, bless her heart for that. <laughs> that was not a slight, but goddamn, she's we've talked about sometimes uh about you and like your progress and like you know, doing things and I always like ask Connor like what is going on and she's like, "Well, we can't do that because the best way to to help people, um, even if you're like in the closest relationships, is to not judge them or tell them to do something. <laughs> it's to do gentle nudges and just help them and guide them along the way. I'm like, God, okay, mom, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you know, it's like you you already have it totally. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. Good. All right, Connor. Um. Man, through this whole pregnancy, it's been really rough, but I always appreciate how supportive Corey is. You know, I have a lot of nights, it's two in the morning, and I am throwing up in the bathroom. And he's really tuned into that. And he he just comes into the bathroom with me. And there's I might nothing be like a zombie, but I go in there. <laughs> yeah, there's there's absolutely nothing he can do. And it would be so easy for him to be like, well, there's nothing I can do. So I'll just yeah. go back to sleep. But he comes <laughs> he comes yeah. in there and sits with me. And um, I just really appreciate how supportive he's been. And I know that'll continue after mm-hmm. the pregnancy, that he'll continue to be a really supportive partner and a teammate. And yeah. <laughs> when I have meltdowns, he'll, he'll be the strong one. I'll in that strain moment. the smoothie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And There's also, always gotta be one. Right? Yeah. yeah. And also he's, I think, I don't remember. It was a similar question to like, what are you looking forward to most? And he looked at me, he's like, I'm just excited to, to hold the little guy, just see the little guy and hold him. Yeah. I was like, man, you're going to be such a good dad. He's so excited to be a dad. And yeah, he talks about teaching him things. And man, when he's old enough, I'm going to get him his first bow. And this is the bow I'm going to get him. And we're going to shoot in the backyard. <laughs> and yeah. he just he really thinks about those bonding moments a mm. lot, which is which is really cool. That is such a cool perspective. I mean, the more most important thing to Corey is friendships and relationships so there's no doubt that he's gonna crush it and just do amazing uh 
and above all that's if that's what you care about then everything else is, is gonna you have everything else in line i had one of my uh real quick i had one of my coworkers say something when i sort of like had told some of them that i that we were expecting and she had a really impactful thing that she said to me um because she didn't have a good relationship with her dad growing up and he wasn't around very much and i was talking about that that what i want to do and this and that and whatever and she said just remember the best thing that you can do as a parent is to love your child and that like hit me kind of like a sledgehammer i'm like damn that's that's real like that's yeah what better advice i mean obviously there's a lot more than that that comes with raising a kid but like at the at the base unconditional love and support um yeah that was that was a big moment yeah and you have to define what love is yeah sometimes love doesn't look like hugs and kisses right totally i mean it's got to be hard conversations and not giving them a candy bar every time you're at the damn store candy yeah (laughs) you guys are you guys are gonna be good i think um can i ask you one more question yeah so we talked about earlier in this episode about how cool it will be that our kids will look back if i have kids your kid if I have kids, we'll be able to look back on, on these episodes and this audio and hear us talking and, and our thoughts and our life and our journey. So my last question to you to sign off in whatever amount of words you want, is there anything you want to say to little, little baby right now <laughs> that when he hears it, he'll feel good about himself or anything? <laughs> Such a good question. This is a this is a big piece of the journey. The the birth of our child, the birth of him, your little nugget is is this podcast. Mm. This this podcast and you bones is one of the reasons Corey and I are together. For and, sure. And I think the fact that he can listen to that, listen to the podcast as a piece of our history and a piece of our journey up until his birth Mm -hmm. is really special. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. My message to a little guy that does not have a name yet. It's not always going to be great, but we're always going to love you. Don't do meth. Don't do too much (laughs) stupid shit. Do enough stupid shit, but not too much. And uh, I uh, am just excited to meet you, and um, I'll be a good father. Yeah, and, and I hope that in ten years, that's still the truth. Yeah, it will be. Love, mom, and dad. Yeah, <laughs> and Uncle Bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got this, kid. I'll give you extra candy bars when your mom and dad won't let you have one. No, you can't. You can't do that. You'll never know. You'll you never know. Give him, so at least give him happy organic shit. Yeah, yeah <laughs> maybe. Uh, this was a great conversation, guys. Appreciate you, us, and coming on and and being vulnerable like we were, like you guys were. That was that was special. I think the other people will be able to 
grab onto that. And if not, then at least we did. And we, uh, we enjoyed our time here today. I think this Absolutely. is one of our, our more special episodes. Obviously, it's a very special topic. So, Yeah. Can't wait to have this conversation with you and Jess whenever that yeah. happens. Yeah. It's no no pressure, time. obviously, but whenever it happens, it'll be great. I'm, yeah. That's down the pipeline. But all right, guys, let's, uh, let's wrap a bow on this motherfucker and let's pop out of this thing and go enjoy the rest of our day. Catch us next week on another episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. I'm like a baby. I'm going to head out. <laughs> <laughs>